when I first started out, I used to smudge all the time. One of the things I would say uh, which is important is that Welcome to episode 92 of Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Hey, hey, hey. How's it going, Dad? Um, going all right, mate. How's your end? Good. It's been busy. It's been a busy I week. I know. You've been really busy the last couple of days. You're going to tell them all about it in a minute. I am. I am. It's really exciting. You know, there's every. I feel like we do this quite a lot. I'm always sort of saying, oh, now we're doing this. Oh, now we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Almost, almost every few episodes... I'm I'm throwing something new in there. Well, I'm sure all the listeners out there appreciate that, Steve, because there's nothing like the movement of something, you know, whether it's a television programme or whatever, you know, it's when there's action, it buzzes, doesn't it? And you buzz and I buzz and the listeners buzz and we know that because the feedback we get and the lovely comments we get, we know that everybody's joining in. And you said this week you were talking about the community site, the members' community site, and how massive that's getting. I mean, I don't go, I haven't got the time to go on it. I know you do, but um, you you pass anything useful on to me. Um, But I, I just don't get that sort of time. But our listeners and our members, sorry, are going mad and they are loving it. They are. And I think it's fantastic, isn't it? We, we really, it's really growing and it's so exciting. Uh, and I'm just, I'm so excited and it's prompting these new ideas. It's almost well, feeding them. I think you're right there. It's the members that are prompting our enthusiasm because once they build us up, which they do constantly, we think, oh, okay, well, let's give them a bit more. And yeah. I'm, I'm like that with my projects. I think, oh, they're going to love this project. They're going to love that project. And now I told you last week uh, how the ideas were flowing, and they're still coming in. I, I, I found an absolutely gorgeous picture the other day, and it was due to something Eileen said to me, and my wife said to me, she said, um, uh, and all right, she showed me a picture. She said, Do you know, this is a lovely picture, isn't it, Colin? And I, I said, well, you know, I wouldn't have thought of that. Uh, I've got to be careful not to mention the name. I don't want to give it away. <laughs> but I wouldn't have thought of that subject at all unless we'd done all of the um, preliminary mini-projects and all things. I thought, well, that's lovely. Then it prompted me to go onto the internet, and I found the most beautiful study. I didn't use the one Eileen showed me, but I'm going to use one uh, completely different. Now, that led on from all of this, um, you know, things we've been talking about and all the mini-projects and all that. It, It leads it on. And I can't fail to be, um, you know, have this buzz. Yeah. And I'm sure people see that and, and feel that in all the things that we do and certainly in the podcast because that, that's a lovely thing. When we've got the podcast, people are almost getting it live. They're not getting it live. It's, I know it's recorded, but they're getting that feedback live, yeah. which is great. Exactly, yeah. Well, it's, it's just, it just amazes me that we, we can still be – creating these new ideas and concepts not just new projects but the new concepts behind it mm, mm, and mm. um it just goes to show that 
we just don't know where this is going because we, I mean, we've got lots of feedback that we've got to read out today and a a couple of questions that is going to shape it in another direction and take it down another direction. And you just can't predict what our members and listeners are going to send to us, which is going to prompt us to think, because we action it. Like, it's not like we don't listen to it or, or take action on what is said. Everything that is said goes in and is absorbed into the big pot of what we're producing Mm -hmm. So it's uh, it's really exciting. Long may it continue, Stevie. Yeah, yes, indeed. So um, I'll mention the, the new projects or the new ideas uh, at the end of the show. So we'll jump into your feedback. First one is from Anne Harrison. Hello, Colin. I just wanted to say I'm so glad I took out my subscription. I applied your technique to a drawing of my own Yorkie, having already drawn her once with a poor result. I'm using Derwent pastel pencils. Hopefully, when I get the Faber-Castell range, I will achieve even better results. This is an entirely new medium for me. I'm so impressed with the excellent instruction given by the videos. Many thanks, Anne. Lovely. Well, um, she will get a surprise because Derwent... I mean, we've, we've sort of talked Derwent down over the years, but they are still a product that is worthy of mention. I don't like them personally because I compare them all the time to Faber-Castell. But they're still a product that will work. And with all of our uh, videos, it will work with them. And I'm sure there are people and listeners out there and a lot of members that are still using Derwent that haven't as yet found the Faber-Castell. And we've said before that they can mix Derwent with Faber-Castell. In fact, any pastel pencil will work together. And it's a great idea because if you think of the, the range of Derwent and the range of Faber-Castell and the range of Creticolo and the range of Carbothello, you imagine how many pencil colours you've actually got in that lot. Now, I would, if, if, if I was uh, doing this on my own um, without the member's site and I'd be looking at Faber-Castell as my main product, that's the, that's the number one as far as I'm concerned. All my work would be based around the Faber-Castell, but I would definitely use other colours. I would use a couple from Derwent and a couple from Carbothella and so on. Uh, I don't do that. I can't do that because it would be unfair to the Faber people, but I would do. And why not? You know, that all will all work together and give you a fantastic range of of colour. So, um, but when when Anne gets that uh, Faber, she'll see the difference. And I think she'll agree with me. Well, most people do. That uh, that is the number one. The favour is the number one. But yeah. don't dismiss these others either. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. So thanks, Anne, for your feedback. And um, we look forward to hearing more about how you get on with the Faber-Castell range. The next one is from Rennie. Hi, Colin. I was listening to your latest podcast this morning where you were questioning whether anyone would do this painting. This is the pewter jug and strawberries as i mentioned before still life is not my thing but everyone should have a go at this if nothing else it teaches patience i became very frustrated with the smudging when i had nearly finished it i ended up spraying it with a fixative in the hope of keeping a cleaner picture but i still managed to spread the black around having said that the more i follow your paintings the more i realize that it's not all cast in stone don't be afraid to change something to to, to suit yourself as you did halfway through this one. Each time I do one of your pictures, I learn something new. And that, of course, is what it's all about. Absolutely. Oh, well, 100% um, agree with that. That's absolutely right. And 
don't worry too much about the, the smudging and all of this. This will come. When I first started out, I used to smudge all the time. One of the things I would say, uh, which is important, is that we, you know, you always see me with a, a piece of cartridge paper covering the work. That is really important because that's the worst kind of smudge. If, and I, I remember doing, it brings back a memory, a bad one, I've got to tell you, that Go on, one of my class, uh, when I was doing it, and she was going, she had this really great portrait she was doing, and, and she completely got lost in it and forgot that she had to stop. Anyway, and she ended up with rubbing the whole of the bottom of her picture out. She couldn't see it anymore. Oh, now, it wasn't pastel. This was, a, this was a pencil drawing she'd done. The whole of the, the bottom had been rubbed out with her hand, you know, when the hand was rubbing across it. And she said, Colin, what do I do? Well, what could I say? <laughs> she'd drawn this out. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a square drawing. She'd actually drawn it. Nothing I could do. Well, the only thing you do is do it again. Uh-huh. You haven't got any choice. You had to redraw the whole of the bottom of the picture. Now, I mean, that doesn't happen with pastel because you work from the top to the bottom. If you've got any sense, you don't do the whole thing. Um, but I do remember that, and I, I'll never forget. You know, you always have these memories in your head, and, and I can pass it on, but that is really important. It's one of the reasons why I make sure that I've got that cartridge paper there and you always see it. And yeah. Sometimes I forget, and then I say, oh, I haven't got my cartridge paper. But that will stop that smudging. But it, I'm afraid it don't stop the, you know, the, the kind of thing that Rennie had a problem with. That's got to be controlled. That's just something you've got to, to learn to live with. But I've got to say, I saw the picture, and I, you saw it, you saw it too. Yeah. It was great. It was a very good picture. Um, and... Rennie's self-critical, as we all are, all artists are, but really uh, I do say to her that uh, she does a really good job. It's a, and her pictures are a credit to her. She's just done a ball mastiff, which I'm going to be sending you, uh, Steve, in a little while, and really would have got that by the time she listened to this podcast, uh, and she's made a cracking job of it. You saw it, didn't you? Yeah. I mean, it goes to show, I mean, she said there that still life's not her thing, but she's done a great job of it. And she, what she would have learned from that picture, she can transfer to the other artwork she does. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's only by doing these different pictures as well, as I said last week, that if you do different pictures, you get different techniques. You learn to handle different sets of colours and, and so on. And in the end, you do get it. I do, and I've got many customers, many, 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 thousands of people really around the world now who are using the pastel pencils as I do, and they're working really well at it. So have take heart, everybody. Just keep at it. Mm. Follow the instructions, follow the videos, and you'll get there. Mm. Great. Well, great picture, Rennie, and thanks for sending in your feedback. The next one is from Jonathan, and Jonathan is in, it's in response to uh, the feedback, we, uh, the question we had about humidity. My artwork studio is a small garden office, albeit insulated. It does experience higher humidity during damper, cooler weather, and especially in the winter months. I found from experience that the on paper is definitely affected by humidity when it is above 70%. 
the paper will expand and buckle somewhat, even though it is well taped down around the edges. The pastel pencils, too, do not perform as well either, and I know that in warmer summer months they seem to apply easier to the paper. Putting on base colours, especially skies and water, is definitely worse in higher humidity. I've overcome this problem by using a small electric dehumidifier in my studio, and this reduces the moisture in the air, thus alleviating the problem. If I find the paper is not entirely flat on the the hardboard, I simply pass hot air over the surface for a minute using a hairdryer. It seems to do the trick. That's a great idea. And, you know, when we were in Flatford Mill uh, in workshops, we had the same sort of problem there. And really? Used, yeah. When we used to come down in the morning, all the all the the, the pictures used to buckle off the uh, off the drawing board. Um, in the end, what I suggested to people is they take them away with them into their rooms because their rooms weren't. We were just outside the door that we used to go out of for our tea. Uh, was a it was a weir, so you can imagine um, the kind of uh, you know problems that there were with a lot of moisture around. And but you, you get a bad day, and poor people when they're coming, all the pictures were coming off the wall. But actually, once you stick them back down again, and you know you get a bit of dry air coming through, um, the, it, it was not a, not too much of a problem. But that can be a problem, and uh, you know Jonathan's absolutely right. And there's a few very good hints there. The yeah. hairdryer one is a good one. Yeah, and uh, using a, a dehumidifier if you've got a particularly humid uh, studio I've got to be honest if I was in John's situation though I would take my picture and in fact I would take the pastel pencils into the house because that way you're guaranteeing that you're not going to have uh, this problem an overnight problem or maybe you know a few days or whatever long it's there for Uh, that's what I would do when I um, I never used pastel pencils when I was with um, in water, in uh, my previous house we had a conservatory and I think I've mentioned this before I used to have a lot of problems with humidity there because it used to right and and they, I ended up taking my picture in the house really? and bringing it out when I was uh, working on it and that would have been with watercolor I, that was with watercolor yeah but you still had the same problem with the paper. Mm. No, that doesn't change. I mean, I didn't have to take the watercolours in because that's water, so it didn't matter. But had I had pastel pencils at the time, which I didn't have, I would have, um, I would have taken the picture into the house. I wouldn't have left it uh, outside in a situation like that. That's okay. what I do. Okay, good. But uh, thank you, Jonathan, very much because it does it brings highlights it again, Steve, doesn't it? Some people may around the world may have these problems, and there are ways out of it. You've just got to find that way out. Yeah, and the answer definitely good one. So the next one is from Peter Ann. Uh, this is a sort of a double question. I have purchased uh, the membership and I was wondering if I have access to the starter packs. I was looking at drawing the wolf that is in the wildlife starter pack, but cannot find the instructions. Well, I can answer that. That's uh, because the starter packs aren't included in the membership. No, no, they're not. The starter packs um, have been around. How long have you been selling those starter packs? How long have they been going? Uh, years, gosh, right? 25, 27 years? Yeah. Between 25 and 27 years, Steve. Yeah. I've been selling those starter packs. Uh, and the wolf for quite a long time. I, not, that's not one of the later ones, but uh, no, that yeah. was on the DVD as well, the wolf. I'm not a wolf. I will 
folks, give me long enough and I'll, and I'll get there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I would like to do a wolf, actually. I, I know I've done one before on the DVD, but really the members deserve one. So I need to really do another one, update it. There you go. Another there's one. another. Yeah. There's another prompt that could lead to I another, know. especially actually a wolf with uh, the ivory colour shaper now. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Would really oh, make yeah. a difference. And it would be interesting to see that difference too, to compare the two, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm. Oh, definitely. Well, Peter Ann goes on to say. Also, is there any chance that Colin may draw some chicken or roosters? Chickens or roosters? There's not a lot of farm animals in his collection. <laughs> That's oh, true. Boy, We've got I've cows. Got I've got a cow. I've got a sheep. That's true. That's about it, I think. <laughs> yeah, sheep on the wrong chair. A cow and a sheep. Yeah. But, but not, uh, I haven't done a, sh- I've done a sheep only in the, what was it? Uh, Romney, Romney Church, Church, wasn't it? Yeah. Romney Church. I did a couple of sheep there. Uh, but I, I take a point and uh, actually nudge, nudge, wink, wink. You never know. Then One we... might be on the way. Yeah. <laughs> No, but I, I think it's a great idea, Steve. And I think just as with the wild animals, I think we could have farmyard animals. I I did do a pig, didn't I, in the um, starter pack range, but I would like to do um, a pig again. You see, even now, these mini projects come into play because to do a pig, a major project of a pig, really wouldn't appeal to me. But to do a mini project of a pig, that would. So I think in the farm animal side, I think uh, we could be looking at maybe smaller projects or mini projects uh, and including um, more farm animals. So, yes, the answer to that is yes. Yes. I've taken note. Good. Good question, Peter. Thanks. So the next one is from Angela. This is another suggestion. Hi, Colin. My husband and asked me. To, my husband has asked me to do a portrait of him. I've looked at your portrait tutorials, but they are all females, and I don't know how to start, as his complexion certainly isn't peaches and cream. He wears glasses, <laughs> and is also, uh, which is also a problem. Would you be doing? Will you be doing any male portrait tutorials? Preferably wearing glasses in the near future. Mm. That's from Angie, Angela. Right. Well, funny you should say that. But uh, yes, the answer is yes, I am. In fact, I've just started one, as you know, Steve. Yeah. And I've just started one now. This is a mini project. And you know the problem we have with men, I've mentioned this before, that with a a lady, you know, especially in Victorian clothes that I've done before, um, you know, these will grace any wall. And I've done quite a few of them. It's like two children that would grace a wall, that that people would want to do that. But men um, are a little bit awkward because you wouldn't want to put a man necessarily on your wall, would you? Um, They're not as popular. Uh, well, no. And so, therefore, I've always resisted it. But I do take the point. And really, what happened when someone asked me for a beard? You know, can you do a beard? I thought, now that is a good project. And so what I've done, folks, is uh, I'm doing a man with a beard, and uh, it's going to be coming up um, probably in the new year now, I would think. But that is on its way. But it's only a midget project. A bit like, you know, the, the lady we did where we just did the face. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm going to be doing. Because that's where the interest is. That's what people want to see. They want me to do a face. And she's absolutely right, not peaches and cream. And what it is, and I do mention it in the video, where um, the, the ladies 
obviously are wearing makeup, aren't they? They're, I mean, they've got a natural uh, complexion anyway. So they, they put makeup on and they, they hide all their wrinkles and all their freckles and all their little imperfections. Whereas men don't do that. So what I've done with this is I've, I, I can't say warts and all because I haven't put a wart in there, but, but you know what I mean? I've, I've put those imperfections and I show people how that's done. So that is going to be really, really interesting. Mm. What See was, all these things you've got coming up, folks. What was really interesting, though, is before we started recording, listeners, um, we are on a webcam so we can see each other, and uh, Dad held up the picture, and uh, he's, he's not finished it. He's done just sort of about the eyes, just be, maybe just below the eyes. And he showed, pitch, showed me the picture, and I went, wow, that... And I may as well tell you who it is, because I've got to explain this story. But you, you showed it, and I, you held it up to the camera, and I said... That's funny. That looks like um, an actor called Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> and then you showed me the reference picture, and it was I Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> and I was, and all I saw was the eyes. That's all I could see done. And I thought that looks like Ryan Reynolds. And it blew me where I was. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? You see, I mean, I was really chuffed about that, folks, as you can imagine. <laughs> I mean, I, I've done it. Not necessarily because he's Ryan Reynolds. It's because it showed a really good picture of lovely eyes. He's got great eyes. And um, he's got a lovely beard. And, you know, it's a beard like yours, Steve, actually. Beard, beard like mine. Yeah, he's got yeah. also his darker hair, you know, and that's going to be uh, interesting. Well, the, the only thing about that is I haven't included the hair. You see, the idea of this is to cut it down so that what we do is we only there's a little bit of the hair either side of the of the forehead, but it's the it's the face, it's the feature that yeah. I wanted to create. So it's a focus on it. I mean, I, I mean, I could do um, a picture of um, any old Tom Dick and Harry, but I thought it would be better to do something that somebody will probably know, yeah, some unfamiliar with, because you're going to be able to see a likeness. Obviously, you're going to see a likeness because Steve recognised it from the eye. And I haven't got much left, have I? A nose and a beard. So it's going to be, it's going to look like him. Well, that's important because you're going to be able to see now how how you can get a good likeness of somebody. It's not just an obscure person. So I was a bit chuffed there. You made my day there, Steve. I did, didn't I? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Good. Okay, well, that's that's all our questions and feedback uh, for this week if you've got a question or feedback for the site you can mail it over to us um or go to our website colinbradleyart.co.uk and click the contact page at the top so the idea that i came up with just yesterday actually and this is how quickly we work (laughs) over here when we've got an idea um which it's ready to go by the time this podcast airs it will be ready it's the it's an idea that just just came about yesterday and it's for those that aren't members of our our website um that perhaps can't afford to be members of our website we've created an affordable platform um where by you become part of like a sort of a mini membership we can call it um and it's all involved with YouTube. We've created a, a separate YouTube channel, which you have to pay to subscribe to. And on that YouTube channel is a whole host of our existing projects, our smaller scale projects um, that sort of teach you the basics. Uh, they're the real basic projects. We've got about uh, 24, 25 uh, individual subjects. Now, obviously, on our main membership site, we've got 
over a hundred, uh, well, not over a hundred, nearly approaching a hundred um, subjects and well over a hundred hours. So members uh, uh, are really quids in, but on this paid YouTube channel, we're going to be uploading the mini projects. Mm. So mm. Uh, members get everything and they will always continue to get everything uh, of our main site. But on this paid YouTube channel, they'll get the miniature projects. Right. So it's kind of like a mini membership, but it's a more affordable membership. Um, and the prices start, well, there is only one pricing structure and that's four ninety nine a month, uh, £4.99 a month uh, or $7.99 a month uh, if you're in America. So that is launched. You can get that uh, by, get to that by going to youtube.com slash pastel pencil art. So it's quite a generic name. That's that's quite straightforward, isn't it? Quite straightforward. Pastel pencil Mm. art. So uh, if you go to YouTube or you just go to YouTube and search for that, you should find us. Um, And yeah, you just, you pay and it's a monthly, a monthly uh, recurring payment. You get a 14 day free trial. So perhaps we, you know, we've got a, a lot of listeners uh, on this show and uh, I know that we haven't got all of our listeners aren't all members. So if you're interested in seeing sort of taking um, almost like a peek into some of the tutorials that are on our membership site, because obviously we've, uh, we've, we've taken a selection and put them on, on this channel. Um, You can get a 14 day free trial and then you'd get the mini projects that we'd upload and they're one a month. Um, and members will get the full-blown project and the mini-projects. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, what, the, what they won't get, perhaps we ought to just mention that from the members' point of view as well as the new people, they won't get to access to the community site at all, will they, see? No. This is reserved for their full membership only. And also the critiques, I've got to also say, the critiques are going to, again, be only for members yeah. Again, because I'm already flat out working and I, I, I can't, I just couldn't cope with any more. The members I can cope with, and uh, I'm sure people are appreciating the blogs. They, everybody's appreciating the blogs. They're, they're great things. That's a good teaching aid. Um, but I, I, that won't be available for the, um, the mini uh, membership, will it? No, no. The, the mini miniature membership, the mini project membership, is solely on YouTube, so you'll mm. you'll just get access to all the videos on our YouTube paid channel, uh, which is separate from our um, initial YouTube channel. So it's not mm. it's a, a completely separate entity. But yeah, you don't get access to the community site, don't get the personal feedback. But it is a, obviously that's why it's cheaper. That's right. I, I think it's a, it's a it's a missing link really because as you said, we people that are paying full whack um, and full membership get absolutely a fantastic project a product um but i think the the new idea of yours is still a really really good project for people steve because they they, they're going to see how the pastel pencils work and also there's no reason why they can't upgrade is there they if they really enjoy it it's like a good time the water job to find out if they really really like it then it will definitely pay them to go into full membership yeah, exactly. It's almost a bridge. If people are unsure, then they can jump on that and watch all the videos. There's sixty. There's going to be sixty-five videos on there, so there's going to be a lot for people to initially get started with, and then the mini projects. And if you like it and you want to, you want to do the bigger scale projects. You know, the really, the especially the newer projects that we've uploaded this year. 
then yeah, you can drop us an email, get in touch, cancel the one, and join up on the main site. Mm-hmm. I think it's a fantastic idea of yours. When Steve um, mentioned it to me, I was very excited. And the more I thought about it, the more I realised that it, it was going to be a, an absolute winner. Yeah. So well, well done you. Yeah. So thanks. There we go. So that's uh, that's up. Um, so for members, we've got the uh, a mini project coming very soon. Um, hopefully within this week we'll be up. Uh, and that's a, a subject that we, we actually have had in the pipeline for a, a long time. It's the wine glass and oh, Turkish that's Delight, one. which is a really, yeah, red wine in the wine glass. And uh, that's going to go up. And then uh, another couple of weeks after that, we've got a new animal project. You're not going to tell them what that is, are you? No, I'll save that maybe till next week. Okay. It's, uh, it's going to be our Christmas card. Uh, uh, I was going to say, I was going to, say Christmas is coming folks that might be it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, everyone can get excited for that uh, I'm excited to show people and uh, I think they're really going to love it but that again the, the wine glass will probably will go on to the uh, the 499 site won't it the mini site yes but the the Christmas card won't just just to sort of clarify what's going on here yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. So what's going to happen is the mini project will get one a month and the full membership will get two a month. That's basically what we're looking for, aren't we? Yeah, basically. Good. With all the other perks. So, okay, well, uh, I think we'll call it a day there. So thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Steve Bradley. I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy Enjoy your week. week.